0: Be like slow up, homie, we are talking too fast. Came for buzz of the week and splash trash, man. Yeah. yeah, uh, he's fucking yeah. watching Bradley back Yeah, yeah, it's going down. We call it the G splash. Yeah, here, here, Sessions, sessions. quick the unexpected. I'm talking the minutes, the seconds, of pocket perfection I keep you guessing with methods of messing with the new section, and it's the only broadcast with the record. I'm wrecking stuff. Yeah. Welcome to my home, this is g Splash zone It's the dope show, Get in where you fitting in the summer zone And I'm going to L.A. I'm on the motherfucking horn like What's going down? It's another episode G-Splash, Summer Sessions, I'm your host, Bradley Baxter Today's a dope episode, we're talking fantasy football a little bit later in the show Gotta hit up these announcements It's going down, G6 Summer Sessions live show, September 6th Doors are at 630 Down at the WeWork on 125 West 25th Street, New York. New York, please, please make sure to confirm an RSVP. We are crazy surprised to see how many people have RSVP'd and are looking forward to coming out to the show. So I recommend getting there a little bit early as seats are very, very limited. There will most likely be only standing room. We've overcapped the RSVPs. We have a waiting list. So if you haven't confirmed that you are coming to the show... Please do so. We would love to see them pretty faces, yeah. We got crazy guests, Tyler Fisher, Bobby Rossi. We're going to be talking all the latest in pop culture news. We got pop culture trivia. Of course, it's G-Splash, baby. You know how we go. Everybody loves G-Splash. Right now, let's get into some... uh... (laughs) Movie pass alert. Again, new stuff every time. Half of MoviePass subscribers want to cancel. The National Research Group conducted a survey on user satisfaction with MoviePass. Only 48% said they were more satisfied with MoviePass over other monthly subscription services. The survey also revealed that 47% of users are considering canceling their membership, and this is quite the drop in customer satisfaction since the NRG conducted a similar survey this spring, which revealed that 83% of the subscribers were more than satisfied with MoviePass than other subscription services. If you're looking to cancel your MoviePass subscription and you've paid a full year or you've paid on this month, you play it cool and play it nice. You can contact MoviePass on social media and they will give you a refund. So I recommend not being a dick. 90s babies, 90s kids, Nickelodeon is on the up and up. 1990s Nickelodeon shows to be streamed online. Almost 30 classic Nickelodeon series, including Cat Dog, The Wild Thornberries, and Are You Afraid of the Dark, are now available on Nick Splat, a new streaming video on demand channel powered by VRV. The shows are part of Nickelodeon's classic 90s and early 2000s lineup, for which many children who grew up in that era are very nostalgic. Nick Splat can be purchased for $5.99 a month or included as part of the VRV premium package at nine dollars and 99 cents a month yeah that's good it's a good deal right into some dc universe two or three or whatever they're calling it these days alec baldwin is to play thomas wayne in the joker film now this is the joaquin phoenix joker film alec baldwin has tapped to join the star-studded cast of the standalone joker film Baldwin is expected to play Batman's father, Thomas Wayne, who was characterized as a cheesy and tan businessman who was more like the mold of the 1980s Donald Trump. Joker, which has been described as the more darker character study than a crime thriller, is slated for an October 2019 release and features a cast that includes Joaquin Phoenix playing the legendary role, along with Zazie Beetz and Robert De Niro. Beetz has been rumored to be assuming the role of Joker's partner in crime, while De Niro is reported taking on the character of Murray Franklin, a talk show host who is instrumental in the Joker's origin. One of them, cause there's like 10. However, nothing's been confirmed yet and Joker is set to be directed by Todd Phillips, who is known for getting behind the camera for Hangover and Old School. Will it be a splash? Straight Straight up garbage, garbage. you know what I'm talking about. Switching gears over to Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 pumps the brakes. A small crew working on the film's pre-production was recently dismissed and permitted to look for new work. The news arrives as uncertainty looms over the Disney Marvel project, which is currently without a director. A source suggested the hold was only temporary, describing that it's simply a regrouping process. Though it's unclear when the crew will return to work, the insider said pre-production will resume once the studios find Gunn's replacement and the timeline has now been pushed out. Speaking of pushing things out, make way, Rotten Tomatoes is making room. Rotten Tomatoes is making changes to its film review system that will allow new and diverse voices to get into the mix. The aggregator known for dubbing movies either fresh or rotten long relied on reviews from critics from more official legacy publications or other written platforms. But times are changing and few critics have full time jobs at print publications, so the company is opening up its ranks to reviews from podcasts and videos, as well as personal blogs on the site. It'll also be relaxing its critic certification process. Make way, G Splash is gonna be all up in it, baby! <laughs> Now, let's talk some football. OBJ's new deal. OBJ is set to become the highest paid offensive non quarterback in NFL history with a five-year, $95 million extension he's receiving from the New York Giants. (laughs) It hasn't come easy, though. Beckham is one of the last receivers from his 2014 class to be rewarded with a new deal. Some of the weight was self inflicted, some of it was simply the Giants' way of doing business and wanting to make sure that the ankle he broke last year wasn't going to be a problem. Odo Beckham, who unofficially became the face of the franchise once he agreed to the New Deal, may still be in his prime. He will be the player who needs to hold others accountable in the locker room, on the field, and off and set the right example. Mm -hmm. Okay, good luck with that. On that note, I'm going to introduce my man, get a round of applause going. We're getting ready to talk some football. So I'd like to introduce my man, Matt. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, How are you? I'm great, thank you. Uh, Thank you for asking. Um, You looking forward to the season?
1: I am, I am. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be fun. Always looking for the season. Looking forward to the season. Fantasy football is my life. Uh, to the point. Where I don't even have. I don't even have my own NFL team because I'm so. I was gonna ask you that. Um, oh, bef- we bre- before Jumped we get gun. in, before we
0: jump, drive right into it. Why don't you tell the listeners here and me a little bit more about yourself?
1: Seattle, Washington is where I'm from. I uh, was born in Seattle, moved when I was a month old. Uh, grew up on Long Island, New York. Uh, started playing fantasy football when I was about eight years old. Started off pretty amateur, but have worked my way up into a, a league now that's actually 500 bucks a team. Where, uh, yeah,
0: making that money—that's right, getting it. Uh, you said you've been playing since you were eight. I have, yeah. And how old are you now? Now I am twenty-four. That's a long time. That is a long time. So, how did you become so passionate about fantasy football? You just loved it, and you were like, "I'm sold, hooked. This is like the drug. I'm in." Yeah, I mean, no, it's a good question. I've never
1: really thought about it, but I, I, I am definitely. I love sports. I love football. Um, and this was just such an awesome way to get into
0: the sport. I'm not gonna lie, because like I was yeah. pretty impressed the other day when we ran, uh, <laughs> when we were in the office, and you were like, "I'm ready for fantasy football," and ask me anything about any team, about any play. And I was like, "All right, this will be good. Let's see. You know, let's put this to the test." Yeah. But man, you you knew some styles, but I was pretty impressed I passed, about your yeah, knowledge. Well,
1: this is what I do in my free time. I uh, I'm checking up broader world. That's that's another insider tip. Roto World. Check out Roto World. Download the app. Gives you all the up to date uh, information, all the news as it happens. It's pretty much the TMZ for fantasy football. And um, yeah, that's just what I check up on. Even during the off season, I'm listening to podcasts on fantasy football, uh, Yahoo, ESPN. Um yeah, it's it's really, it's
0: a fun year round. I mean it's definitely me. it's definitely grown. I remember kind of when it came out because um, I'm an old guy. It took off pretty quickly. It didn't take long, I think, for people to really understand it. Yeah. So, um. well, I think a big part of that, too, is like FanDuel, DraftKings, like
1: the daily right. when, you, when people sports. found, yeah.
0: Once people found out they could start making money, I yeah. think, is when it really. Yeah.
1: People saw it as like a real gambling thing that, uh, a gambling opportunity that the public doesn't think, wow, that guy's got a problem. It's like a fun it's a social, way to get. It's, a, it's, it's, a, so- yeah. it's like and social drinking. And, exactly. And like a way to bring in sports too so it's uh everyone can get involved and, and kind of partake so how many different leagues are you in so this year i'm in three i'm in um Three? yeah not too many i try to keep it low that's actually more
0: than i usually do don't want to overdo yourself
1: yeah if i just if i'm in too many i start to not care about all of them and if i'm not all in then i'm not
0: trying to do any of it so that makes sense sometimes i overwhelm myself with march madness there you like, go I make like yeah 10 too much, brackets and like and which one am I following?
1: Yeah, and then when you're in too many leagues too, like you're one, you have in a given week, you'll be rooting for let's say Todd Gurley, and then you're gonna be going against Todd Gurley in another league. So true, it's like, true. Yeah,
0: you don't even know who to root for at that point. You just trip up yourself. Now just just throwing shit out there like to a wall, see if it sticks. Um, that's right. Have you ever been in a league that had like some crazy extreme antics, much like the show, the league? Because yeah. they do some crazy stuff on there. They do. They do. And I'm just curious do. if that's like. Are there leagues that are really like that, or is that just like? No,
1: there are, there are, there are leagues that are really like that. I, I'm so the one I'm in is really, really serious, and we actually haven't had like a crazy punishment just yet. We just do like prize money. But like one of my buddies that's in a league, one of them had to like the Miley Cyrus song. It was a Miley Cyrus song, and it was a crazy music video that Miley Cyrus put out. Was it Wrecking Ball? It wasn't Wrecking Ball. Oh, it was Selena Gomez actually. It was Selena Gomez. Same thing. <laughs> yeah pretty much same thing in my mind um and i could, I can't really remember the song it was, but he had to the full like four minute music video frame by frame had to film himself reenacting the music video <laughs> and it was- it was it actually went viral it got like a couple hundred thousand views and uh That's that was funny. the punishment for coming last into that in that uh
0: in that, in that league, league? i yeah. uh this is a true story. I once rapped over a Selena gomez song here we go. Nah, I, can't, I don't know if I still have it. I got to find it somewhere. But okay. uh, Well, we could find it. I it. think it's on YouTube somewhere. Before this juice splash drops, <laughs> I think it's on YouTube somewhere, but under a different name altogether. Uh, so for rookies looking to jump into a league that don't really know what fantasy football is, there's multiple different ways to play it. We won't get too much into that. But my question for you on this is, I'm a rookie, never played before. What is the best strategy when it comes to drafting? How should I be drafting what positions should I be drafting? One of my big things, I've played like fantasy basketball and stuff and that's a little bit it's completely different. You're always picking like the best players. But here there's the positions matter. So so what would you get strategy would you give to somebody? Yeah. Yeah, no, positions definitely do
1: matter and there's a bunch of them too, which is kind of confusing. Because again, basketball you have five starters, that makes sense. Like what you have on the what right. you have on the court is what you got in your lineup. Right. So what I always do when I'm drafting is I always I draft my starters first. So, like, if you're in a one-quarterback league, there's some quarter, there are some leagues that are one-quarterback, some leagues that are two-quarterback. Um, but let's say it's a one-quarterback league, two running back, two three receiver, one tight end, kicker, defense, flex. Flex being receiver, mm-hmm. running okay, back, yeah. tight end. There's now a super flex, which you could throw a quarterback into that if it's a one-quarterback league.
0: We don't have to get into that. That's a little crazy. We, that's not in our league. No, that's not our league. Uh, we didn't. No, w- our league's a no flex zone.
1: No, no, we got a flex. Just <laughs> uh, We got <laughs> a, no a no flex zone, it's a no quarterback zone. No super flex zone. That's right. We're not, not that crazy yet. Maybe next year. When you guys are ready. Um,
0: <laughs> We're not ready. Yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, what I like to do is I like to draft the starters first because that is where the value is. You're not getting any points off the bench. So if you draft for value in depth, like let's say you already have Deshaun Watson, who's a quarterback, in your starting spot but you still have a your second running back spot open. There's no point in drafting, let's say, Andrew Luck because he's not going to be getting points for you on your bench. Instead, I would I would get better value at the running back spot, put him in the RB2 spot, and then right. you're actually racking up those points during the season.
0: Right. It always amazes me when I see people draft quarterbacks first in the first round.
1: Yeah. Well, there's different strategies for different leagues. Like, I'm in a league, the, the one that I'm in that's, worth a lot of money is actually a two quarterback league and Rogers actually does go off in the first round. So within the Understood. first three rounds, there's at least four quarterbacks taken. So different strategies for different leagues, a one quarterback league. You're not taking a quarterback until the fifth round. Like it's just,
0: right. You can't do it. Right now. Yesterday when you did our draft, you made a a very big deal about <laughs> me drafting Amari Cooper who I might also add is one of my favorite players, if not my favorite player. There's a little bias in there,
1: but we can go over that later. Right. I,
0: I, I'm well aware that, like, that's probably not the best. The smartest move to, like, really bring in point I should have gone for, like, probably a, a better yeah. player, per se. But I didn't think he was too far off. But when I asked you, I was like, you just shook your head. I was like, no, I can't tell you. I got to I gotta do it on your podcast so I can tell all your <laughs> listeners how, how shitty of a move you made. Yeah. So... I asked you again at the end of the day, but uh, we'll just cut to the chase. Let's do it. What's the real reason this was a, a bad move? Let me, let me preface this by saying fantasy is is
1: fantasy and it's fun. So, like, if you do have an NFL team, for you to, I'm not going to, like, suggest for you to not take a player that's yeah, it's, on it's, it's your kinda, team. It's
0: kind of hard not to do, but it is not the yeah, best so I, I see
1: that side of it, like, trying to have fun, trying to root for players that you're inevitably going to root for anyways.
0: But Amari, Cooper let's, Amari let's, Cooper. let's talk Amari Cooper. I don't have right
1: now the list of receivers that were available
0: on the board at the time when you took Amari Cooper. I got really into it. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to make a big deal about it, this big of a deal about no, it. Okay, to,
1: to be honest, I did look at the board last I, night after it was said and done, and it, it was wasn't a, that was a, bad of a pick.
0: There it, it, it was a handful of people. I mean, I picked him. was third the first round. pick of the third round. Damn,
1: okay. That is really, as you say it again, it makes it seem even dumber. But you know what? It was, it was the 25th pick, right? What no, what actually was happening during the draft was receivers were flying off. It was a weird draft, receivers were flying off the board really quick to the point where a lot of receivers weren't left. So, Mark Cooper's name at that early in the draft just sounded awkward. But given the remaining players, it wasn't that horrible of a pick. That's like all go that just goes back to drafting for value, like
0: right. My logic behind it was I knew. Just being as a Raider fan, I knew I felt like I knew something different. Oh, that yeah. maybe insider. not everybody Insider info. Everybody would know. All right. Well, what that? What is that insider info? So tell us. I know he had like he was he had like a not the best year last year. Yeah. But he made big plays. But then he got hurt. Yeah. But this year he's got John Gruden coming in, which is I think a big deal. Yeah. He's a good coach. He's, gonna he's shake a good. He's a good. He's a good. Well, he's got a he big hasn't mouth. been coached in a while, but. You yeah. Know. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, he's still still valuable in that asset. Um, he's good at watching TV. not pretty much what he did for a living. He knows how to watch tape. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, plus, Amari's the number one receiver now that Crabtree's gone.: Yep, that's true. And last, the Raiders are actually playing some of the shittiest defenses this season.
1: Okay, that, see that's see, that's good information that you need outside research on, which I did not have. In the end, it wasn't that much of a reach. Giving right. you shit in front of everyone, but it was that was is a, the is the better part.
0: That's that's why we're here. <laughs> that's why we do this. No, nah, it was good. Uh It was it maybe definitely made me question my next couple of picks for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Just know. get into your head, and I'm not even in your league. So, so speaking of but, I nothing to lose, speaking of bad moves, who are the players
1: not to draft this year? Good question. Good question. So the no nos. I got five. I got five for you. Ezekiel Elliott. I think everyone's heard of him. Right. He's got hype. He's got he hype was, as he was like number four, right? Overall. Uh, rank, yeah, rank. so he like in every draft right now is going in the top five. So what it is, it's what made him so good in the past. Um, and he had some crazy seasons. His rookie year was insane. But what made his past season so great was he had an incredible offensive line. Des Bryant's gone. They don't really have that like deep threat in, at the receiver, um, at the receiver level. So Defenses could kind of clog the middle of the field, kind of focus on the run. And Ezekiel is just one potential candidate to bust for this this year. Uh Lashawn McCoy, uh notable notable at preseason, uh, given that he had that accusation against him. Uh I don't know if you have seen this, but if you haven't, right now type Lashawn McCoy girlfriend. Uh, he's pretty the, graphic.
0: He's in the middle of some um, some shit.
1: Yeah, there's some shit going down. I'm not, we're, we don't have to get into it right now. That, that could be a whole other G splash. But that episode. could be enough.
0: <laughs> that could be enough to uh, throw off his season.
1: That's right. But yeah, if he if he's found guilty of that, like, kind of fucked. He's not gonna play again. Carson Wentz. So everyone's got a lot of hype on him because his team won. Well, he he took his team to the Super Bowl. He didn't play in it because he got injured right before, tore an ACL. There's a lot of hype around him. He had an incredible rookie season, but. This year, he's not even guaranteed to play Week One, and with a torn ACL, like you never really know, and that that shit could get aggravated real quick. That might that could be a problem. That for could you be a problem, quarterback, because you're drafting that guy. He's the top. He's in your top seven quarterback. So if you right. draft him, you're drafting him to be your number one quarterback. You're spending a top seven round pick on him. So that that could be a, a big bummer for your lineup. Couple other ones that are little bit less known. Uh Jared McKinnon uh was on the Vikings last year. He's got he's a small quick runner. He's on he's on the 49ers this year. And with all the hype that that offense had last year with Jimmy Garoppolo leading the way uh, right. the last like couple of weeks. Jark McKinnon just joining that offense, everyone had a lot of hype for him, but he's he's a little banged up now. He's just participating in in uh in like small drills and um yeah There was a lot of hype for him going into the season, but that's kind of gone down a little bit now, and people are starting to notice that it might not be the best situation for him. So Hmm. I would,
0: uh, yeah. It's always hard to tell preseason games and stuff.
1: It is, yeah. No, it is. But he's, like, a little bit hurt. So when there's an injury involved, you never, like, to start the season, that's never a good sign. And then lastly, another eagle uh, coming off a Super Bowl win, actually had a touchdown in the Super Bowl, uh, Alshon Jeffrey. Big receiver there. uh, Yeah, slow as fuck, but he... He's good. like He's a big body, but again, he's injured too. There was talks of him starting the year off on the PUP list, which is the physically unable to play list. Mm. Puts you out on the first six weeks of the season right off the bat. Probably going to avoid that, but first two weeks for him are looking really in question right now. A suspect, huh? Yeah. Pretty much done deal that he's not going to play the first two weeks. And after that, who knows how quickly he'll, he'll come, get back into game back. shape. Um, so those are, those are five, those are that five, no, nos. no, no, Don't, Don't do it. it. Don't, Don't do, it. do it. it. You heard it here first. Let's talk about, do you have, uh, any, uh, sleepers? Do number one, probably heard of him. If you're familiar whatsoever with football this year, Saquon Barkley. Ooh, I remember you saying this yesterday. Yeah. He's a good player. He's a good player. He played at Penn state university last year. He's a rookie this year. He got drafted second overall, went to the New York giants, the G men. And
0: then he's starting over Eli.
1: Okay, it's a good thing you're listening to this podcast, Bradley, because uh, this guy's a running back. Eli is a quarterback.
0: Why did I, why did I think he was a quarterback? I don't know. Yeah, well, oh, this part's we, getting, getting, getting it out. out.
1: <laughs> no, we're definitely leaving that. All right, Saquon Barkley, the running back.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. This is the dude. He's like everyone's like he's that. right now. Go new tab. He's got a lot of hype. He's got a lot of hype on him right so now. So much hype.
1: Well, a second overall
0: pick on a running back. It's a but fit. people are people are nervous because he's a rookie. Some people. Some people.
1: Yeah. Give him a lot of volume. That's what they're expecting for him. A ton of volume. Maybe like three hundred touches this season, which is crazy. Like that that's a lot of that's a huge number for a rookie. This guy that if you don't know about him, now you know. Now you he's know. He's a rookie. So you didn't, you've never heard of him before, but boom. He's good. He's number good. two. Number two. David Njoku. David Njoku is a tight end, which means that he blocks and he catches the ball from the offensive line. He's a big dude, takes a huge leadership role role with the with the Browns as you can see in the HBO special. But this guy is just poised for a breakout. He was a rookie last year. He's huge. He's athletic. Um this team does have Jarvis Landry and Josh Gordon, two like really good pass catchers, but this guy is they're gonna use him. They're gonna use him a lot. And um he it's his time, time to break sound. out. Yeah, this it's his time. Number three. Number three, Kenyon Drake. So this is Miami Dolphins running back, Kenyon Drake. He's an incredible runner as well. Hasn't really been in the spotlight too long because he just really hasn't had his shot. He, Jay Ajayi was there while Kenyon Drake was there. I think he's a third year player. Uh, and Ajayi got all the love last year, but he has yeah. since been traded to the Eagles. Uh, oh, won, the, right. won the Super Bowl with them. But yeah, Kenyon Drake is really, really good. People are sleeping on him a lot. So you could you could probably pick him up in fifth, sixth round. Like he's, he's fallen a lot. And. That could be good value for you. Next one. Number four, Deshaun Watson. So this is the guy last year that was a rookie for Houston Texans. He's a quarterback, very mobile quarterback. So he, he runs. He's a runner, which is huge in fantasy because then you get points as a passer. You get points as a runner, which is sick because a lot of quarterbacks don't have that. They just, they just throw. They are just right. through the air. But this guy's got running abilities, and he scores on the, on, with his feet. So that dual threat is just huge. And he had a torn ACL last year. So he only played six games. But those six games, if he continues that trend of six games over the course of a whole season, he'll have like one of the best fantasy seasons Ooh. that we've seen in like the past 10 years. It's, it's crazy. Was, He's got that? like crazy numbers. Number five. Number five is a similar type of player. It's a quarterback as well, rookie this year. That's not true. He played one game last year with the Kansas City Chiefs. This guy, Patrick Mahomes, quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, he just. Wasn't a starter his first year. He, they had Alex Smith, right, right. um Starting now, at now in he is now in Washington. Washington. Yeah. So they had enough confidence in this kid to uh, to start for the football team. Therefore, traded away Alex Smith. And yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Is, he's also got that dual threat. He has a crazy arm. Uh, any last fantasy
0: advice? You want to kick?
1: Yeah. Um, well, just after being in this in this draft that we had in the office here with a bunch of bunch of newbies, it, it really brought to light what people don't know. And I want to share some big,
0: Inside.
1: big, big no nos on the dra- in the on the drafting Kick side. Knowledge in the face. Here we go. So, one, never, ever, ever draft a defense or a kicker before the last two rounds. Those last two rounds are there for you to draft your defense and kicker. If you draft a defense or kicker before then, you're making a mistake because the point value difference between the defense that you take in the last round and the point value that the defense takes or puts up someone that drafts them in the eighth round is so minimal to the point where, like, if you draft an actual positional player, like a running back at depth, Like, there's just no point in drafting that uh, past, like, before the last two rounds. So don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. No
0: defense, nothing. Did not draft no no kicker until the last last two two rounds. rounds. Yeah. My reasoning maybe didn't make sense, but. Don't be a fucking idiot.
1: Yeah, don't do it. (laughs) Um, Also, don't draft on the same note of defense and kickers. Don't draft two kickers. Don't draft two defenses. You only need one when they're on a bye week.
0: You replace pick up, them. You pick up one or you drop re- it. You drop them and replace them. That's Bench it. them. That's right. You got it. Those For- guys are re- rotating in and out. Yes. Make sure. I mean, kind
1: of go off that too. Like, just make sure to get depth. Like, there will be nuggets in the ground on this. I just made up a phrase that will take off. Nuggets on the ground. Here we go.
0: Nuggets on the ground.
1: Nuggets in the ground. It's Nuggets like
0: need- in the ground. It's
1: kind of like the needle in the haystack. It's the new form of the needle in the haystack.
0: Okay. Everyone's using it. All the kids are. All the kids that's are using all it. All the. Qu- all the kids are uh, tweeting
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. Shazamming it.
0: Shazamming it.
1: Yeah. Um. Anyways, get depth because you never get know if depth. if your sixth running back on your lineup, someone that's deep deep down in your bench, if he ends up being. the the best running back that year and you could use them as trade bait pretty much you could trade him for value at a different position or start him and then trade the guy that
0: you drafted to start for value in another position I usually I usually like to stick around like eight players from like between the running backs and a wide receiver eight players okay I don't really put a number to it I just look at how my team's flowing but I'd rather have that position more more so yeah I know for sure
1: that's where like the most value will come from for sure. Yeah, I agree, right. Run back to uh wide receiver. That's where you draft. Load up and then get some depth. Lastly, do your lastly. Do, do some outside research when you're in Pick up a fucking book. That's right. I got a magazine right next to You got a me. magazine. We it's got You got the internet. 2018 and I'm reading I'm reading magazines. Like yeah. and that's helping me. Yeah, the internet. While you're drafting, make sure to Google some guy's name before you actually click the draft button. This guy could be out for the season. You don't even know. This guy could be a retired for 4 years. You don't even know.
0: Get learned. (laughs) Don't be looking for Tim Tebow. Yeah, that's right. Looking at you, Brad. (laughs) I think Max drafted him. Okay, maybe. Yeah, Max. (laughs) Uh, Before we get out of here, I got to ask who's going to the Super Bowl this year?
1: Ooh, outside of fantasy. You know, I only do fantasy. I don't really know anything. No, it's reality. (laughs) No, this is real life. Who's going to the Super Bowl? Can the Eagles repeat? No. No, they can't. Let me tell you who's going to the Super Bowl, though. I think it's Steelers are. I think it's the Steelers' time. Steelers,
0: huh? Again, but they, have, they. I know they're taking a break, but like, yeah, no. Ben Roethlisberger still can hold that it down. That
1: is, offense is nasty. Like it always has been, but like Juju Smith Schuster, he's got another year in the league. They still got Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. They're just they're really sick. And another team. I don't even know if they're in the same conference. That's how much I only do fantasy. I don't know which teams yeah, are in which conference. Uh-huh. I have no idea. So another team that I'm pretty high on. Minnesota again. Wow. Give me Minnesota. Their defense is still sick. Their offense is great. Their running back situation, receiver. It's all good. Minnesota. So, if they're in the different conference. <laughs> they, are, they are. They are. They are. Yeah. There we go. Steelers, Minnesota. Steelers, Vikings. There we go.
0: Steelers, Vikings. Yeah.
1: All I right. Heard it here cool. first.
0: You heard it here. Go place your bets in, in Vegas. That's right. Matt. Thank you so much for coming on the show and spending some game on fantasy football for us. For sure. Thanks for having me, Bradley. Of course. I'm Bradley Baxter. That's Matt, the junior meter buyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week. But before we go anywhere, it's time for trivia question number two. Who is the NFL player that I mistook as a quarterback who is truly a running back? Next week is our live show You gonna come to our live show I'll be there Alright, sounds good We'll see you next week in New York I'm Bradley Back Peace So, yeah Welcome to my home This is G Splash Zone This is the dub show Getting where you fitting In the summer zone And I'm going LA I'm on that motherfucking home.